Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Inspire Club. Hello uh, and welcome to the latest episode of Inspire Club. This is actually take three of this introduction because we've had a pause between season one and season two. Really excited to be back and especially with our with my first guest I've had in quite a while. Um, so without further ado, I'd love to introduce you and welcome uh, Nick Court, CEO of the People Experience Hub, to the podcast. Hello, Nick. How are you? Hi, Matt. I'm really well, thank you. Good, good. Um, some amazing news. I think you got at the end of 2021. Um, you were going for B Corp, and have you got a status update on, on that? We have, yeah. So we achieved our B Corp um certification so we got that just at the end of uh, 2021 um, and it's a huge achievement for us um, I guess our big thing is we we can't be driving purpose in the workplace and not be driving purpose in society and the geographies that we're operating in and the world we're at so for us it's about um, really having um, that kind of end-to-end you know what we do with people in workplace and what we do with um, the world in which we operate validated uh, with this certification well congratulations um as you'll come to uh, understand on this podcast nick's uh, one of those great people in the world um a kindred spirit um sh- shares my passion and, and purpose uh, to drive um you know, experiences in the workplace positive experiences and just make the world a better place in, in general um, would recommend highly going and checking out all the content that they produce. Uh, only in the past 12 months, I've learned a, a lot more about myself and what we should be thinking about um, when put, put, pulling together strategies for people experience from that content, um, especially stuff around uh, colour blindness, um, uh, stuff maybe I don't necessarily agree with uh, around employee net promoter, but a uh, vive la difference and all that kind of stuff. But that's about me. Uh, I would recommend going look at that content, but let's get back to Nick. And the first question, the only rule of Inspire Club, Nick, um, we need you to share a story of somebody that's inspired you along the way in the workplace. Okay. I mean, it's, I guess, I guess from my perspective, it was um, thinking about this, you know, I looked back, got to the age when I've got many years of being in the workplace behind me, but you know, I, I think, going through a pandemic and going through um, all of that with people, with different people, there's so many great stories out there. And I, you know, I think if I'm honest about being inspired, it's probably Naomi, who is our head of sales and marketing. So, you know, if I think about 2020, you know, 2020 was our, our big, big year is our big year one ahead of ahead of us. And looking at um, that year, we didn't anticipate a lockdown and a pandemic. You know, we went into this, um, everything in front of us. And then in March, obviously, we, we went into lockdown. And we didn't know what we were going to do as a business, you know, and we were confident. Um, but we, did, we had uncertainty in front of us. And we had to, like every business, we had to do stuff differently. We had to drive revenue from, you know, different places. And you know, there was, they got to a point when I sat down with Naomi and said, what, what do you want? What do you need? Because what, 
I'm struggling to give you is certainty. And I'd actually gone out and spoken to a few companies that we've worked with in the past. A couple, a couple of them spoke with Naomi. And actually, we ended up in a situation where um, Naomi could have taken a role with another organization and assured her certainty, and actually certainty of income, certainty of job security. Um, she had a weekend to think about it, and she came back and she said, um, I don't want to do that. If, if I need to go and stack shelves in Tesco, I'll go and stack shelves in Tesco. You know, if I need to uh, go and get a job as a delivery driver, I'll go and get a job as a delivery driver. Whatever I need to do, I will do to make sure that I'm still part of this business because I believe in it and I believe in our purpose and I believe in what we're going to do. You know, and actually, whilst, you know, it's it's not jumping in a canal and saving a dog, it's it's something that I sit there and I reflect on a lot. I think about this a lot, you know, which is around when you're creating a company and when you're creating a culture in that company, you know, it's tested probably at the worst times for that company, you know, and to have developed, you know, a company, company culture, relationships within that company where that is the outcome. That's what people are saying that I would, you know, I'd rather take a personal sacrifice to stay because I believe in this. I, I, I can't not find that inspiring, you know, in terms of when I get up in the morning, if I'm struggling, that's a story I think about and, you know, it keeps me going. Well, I, I can see why that's, um, incredible story and, and a testament to the, the culture, like you say, that you're building. Um, and, and, uh, Naomi is amazing. So, um, a great person to still be there. Um, wow. Well, I'm looking forward to, to tagging tagging Naomi in, in onto this podcast when it goes live. Um, so congratulations on inspiring Nick on a daily basis. And I think you've really inspired a few other people right now as well. Um, fantastic story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, back to you. And, and other than the story of Naomi each morning, what, what what's your why? What, what, what drives you on a daily basis? I think it's... Um, and I think this has always been my why if I'm honest ever since I was a kid um, and it is one of our it's one of our company values which is do the right thing and you know I, I kind of see a lot of stuff out in the world where people are focused on um, I don't know, being kind or you know focused on helping others or whatever it is and I think you know what people are trying to do is badge something and actually, for me, there's got to be something that's a bit more broader than that, you know, which is do for me, it's do the right thing. You know, so I've got to be able to get up in the morning and know that the work that I'm going to do and the way that I'm going to behave and the way that I will treat people, the way that I will consider people is about doing the right thing. So my my purpose really comes from that. It's a core for me, a moral core. It's fantastic, and especially especially at, as they work both in and outside of work, um, that, that's the do do the right thing. Um, I think it's a sp- great Spike Lee film as well. That one. Um, so, um, what's the major workplace priority for you right now, or, or for the world of work, in your opinion? I think it's. Um, I mean, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because priorities will vary depending on where people are right now. 
Um, but I think if I think about kind of shrinking that down to our world and what we're doing with clients and what who people we're working with, I think I think if I'm honest, it's about there's something about critical thinking and there's something about moving away from um, almost an outcome culture that we've gotten ourselves into in the past. So I think moving away from outcome orientated problem solving and going and actually finding cause problems where they are and tackling those is is starting to appear as a bit of a theme in what we're seeing you know well-being is absolutely important and putting in well-being initiatives is is key you know if if you didn't care about the well-being of your people then you know it's not about being strategic it's about being the arse Um, but ultimately if you're causing well-being issues with your people through something you're doing at work you know, implementing a well-being initiative is just a sticky plaster. So I think people are looking for that that downstream um, impact to tackle rather than that outcome um, problem. I think that that's kind of where I think people are going now. I'm just thinking about do the right thing and then, then your answer to this as well. You know, it's obviously you've created your own business and we hear the culture is very strong in the first story. Um, so often people with that same principle of do the right thing it's made almost impossible to do in some of the organizations that they work for um any advice Uh, you know if if you if that's how you feel you know and and you're not able to do that in the company you work for is it just just to leave or (laughs) go find a company that allows you to behave in that way i think i think life's like yeah, life's probably a bit more complex than that, and, and you know, not everyone will have those choices to just leave an organisation because it doesn't let them um, do the right thing or whatever their their value set is. Um, and in terms of general advice, it's for me, it's always been about there. There has to be a line that you won't cross. Yeah. So if you're in an organisation where you're crossing that line, it probably it's probably better for you to, to go yeah and work that out work out how you're going to leave you know and set yourself that goal if you're not going to change that that organization from the inside be that from you know you've inherited something that you're not going to change or that you're in an organization where you know the prevailing value set is different to your own and you're not going to influence that then then probably yeah leave and try and work that one out because that's a value set you can't cross Absolutely. And, and we, we hear a lot about it and we do see it. But do, do you think over the past 18 months, there has been a, a real shift in people looking for organisations that mirror their value set, that that is becoming more critical and that organisations are trying to um, communicate their own values more to, to attract better people? Um, oh, 100%, or yeah, 100%, 100%. I think it's... You know, people people look at the world with a, a critical eye. People look at the world with more knowledge than they've ever had, more access to knowledge than they've ever had, you know, be that through, um, you know, social care or, you know, broader um, global uh, issues, initiatives that they want to see tackled. You know, it could, it could be carrier bags, it could be emissions, it could be how you treat your people. And I think people are now, demanding more and wanting to know that where they're going has a has an alignment 
where they can. Um, but I also think we need to recognize that that is a privileged place to be. So if you are a individual who is able to work for an organization that matches your values and you are able to make choices where you can choose not to work for that organization, either wait for the right role to come or take a different role for a while. There's a, that's a privileged position. There's many, many people in the world that we live in who don't have that choice on a daily basis and where they work is going to be down to uh, where they live, um, the qualifications that they have, the skills that they have. Um, and I think, I think what we need to make sure we do is build companies and cultures and expectations of companies for everybody. Every level in society should have the same type of company culture. And, and we, we play a part of that as consumers, you know, buying from companies. Yeah, we absolutely. Um, not to, I, I, I suddenly got into Brewdog quite recently, uh, and then everything that happened at Brewdog happened, and I, I've avoided that beer um, since then. Um, uh, need to look into it a bit more, but you know, I've, 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 I've swapped allegiances um, uh, in my in my beer drinking because of what came out of there. Um, and yeah, definitely, I, 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 I really agree with everything you've just said, um, and. Um, yeah, there's a lot, lot to reflect upon there, actually, Nick. You've got my mind racing already. Um, this is my favourite question of the, of, of the Inspire Club podcast. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Uh, and if you want to share who gave it to you, we'd love to know. Um, the best advice I was ever given was um, you've got to be able to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, you do, yeah. 100%. So I mean, I'd probably I'd probably dial that back a through a few steps and say my my granddad once gave me some advice, which is um, make sure that you spend money on the bed you sleep in and the shoes you wear because you'll spend eight hours in one and eight hours in the other. So you, that you might as well make them um, comfortable at least. Um, but this was this was from uh, an old boss of mine who was the head of industrial relations at Tesco, a guy called Angus. Um, and I remember talking to him about a few few challenges that I was having. And he said, ultimately, you have to be able to sleep at night. You know, you've got to go, got to have a clear conscience. You've got to know that what you're doing is, it's, it's do the right thing by another name and uh, maybe a, a, a down downstream impact of, if you feel you're not doing the right thing, keeping you awake at night. Absolutely. Um, and great advice by your grandfather as well. Uh, I've just, I got, I've just renovated a house, as people will know through this podcast, and uh, I've got Witch Magazine to try and find the, the, the best uh, value uh, mattress there is out there, um, and money well spent in the first two weeks of, of lying on it, so <laughs> you do have to sleep at night. Shoes, on the other hand, I yeah, I, I need definitely to invest in a good pair of them. Um, I'm stuck in my home office right now because we're it, we've been in another kind of limiting lockdown in the UK. Well, um, I'll, I'll I'll help you out there. So Carl Cole Hahn, C O L E H A A N. Yeah, the most comfortable shoes you could ever own. Thank you. I, uh, the, for, if we ever do events again, um, they, the, I do need some nice, comfy shoes. Having been on feet about fifteen hours of standing around all day. So, um, okay, cool. Thank you so much, Cole Hahn. Um, so. 
uh, leading on from having to be able to sleep at night with a clear conscience, um, one of the other reasons people are unable to sleep is stress levels. And do you have any think any tips for beating stress? I think it's um, well, like for me, for me, I know when I'm stressed. Um, I I need to know that I've got people that I can talk to. I have confidants, mentors. That there are people that I can comfortably. Um, have a conversation with about how I'm feeling without it either being too much of a burden for them to hear that or that I feel uncomfortable when telling them that. And I'm lucky to know people and work with people um, who are there that can, you know, listen to me um, around this stuff. But also, I guess, for me, beating stress is about taking myself away from that situation you know I often hear people talk about you know going for a run or going for a walk I can't do that you know I take my brain with me when I do that stuff um so yeah so for for me it's if I if I really want to switch my brain from one state to another state I have to do something that requires all of my brain to do it so I'm either you know pick up a guitar play the guitar for a bit or um drawing drawing pictures um, I do a lot of do, do a lot of digital stuff these days. Something that requires my focus and attention, where I can't actually think about something else. Reading a book, yeah. Um, and and I think there's also something about stress. There's recognizing, or for me certainly, there's recognizing a point when I'm getting stressed and I need to go and play that guitar, versus I'm actually I'm actually at a peak. I'm I'm in a place where I my stress level. If I go and pick up that guitar, I'm probably going to break it. Yeah, you know, and I need to bring it's myself. Pete Townsend. Down. Yeah, that's it. And I think I think there's a few things where, you know, a few mindfulness um, approaches, breathing exercises that can just actually bring you back down. And you know, and sometimes I'm lucky that you know Rob Robson, my uh, my business partner, is is always on the end of the phone for me to have you got a minute, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> um, too, so. Yeah, I I I I I agree again. Um, some place where I'm where I can zone out uh, is actually washing the dishes. Um, and I, I go to like a, a very tranquil place there. It's almost a sense it's like a mindfulness tip, really. Um, although we've just bought a dishwasher for the first time, and I'm still washing the dishes because <laughs> it's where I just go and chill out and listen to some music. But um, I think it's 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 a good point knowing. Knowing before you get to that peak as well, trying to identify that. Um, but I, I, you're, you're making me want to ask one of our, 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 our most important questions as well. Is um, but I'll, I'll hold off for now. Um, what's what's um, one of your go-to productivity tricks? Uh, I don't. I don't have one. You don't have one. No, I am. Um, you go. Well, you go and speak to the team. Um, I don't have to do lists. I've tried Microsoft Planner. I've tried Microsoft Project. I've pretty much tried anything. If if I need to do something, I need to do it immediately. If you want me to do something, come and sit down with me and get me to do it immediately. If you if you tell me that something isn't important and it can be done at the end of the month, then it'll be done on the Friday at the end of the month. Um, I am fairly chaotic and um, so not not a, not a cup of coffee having looked at your social media it's not no, a cup, no no that co- doesn't help co- the co- co- coffee's fuel for life but in terms of <laughs> in, in in terms of productivity it is a you know genuinely um you know if i'm this would be completely honest 
Okay, like the majority of stuff that I do every single day in my life, I'm lucky that I don't have massive timelines on it. Yeah, and I work with people that do <laughs> have timelines on it. So the best productivity thing that I can do is actually not get in the way of other people doing their best. Um, and then, you know, and I am a, you know, if you want me to do something and you want me to do it quickly, tell me you need it in the next 20 minutes and I will bash out that work for you. No problems at all. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you very much again for your honesty. Um, so some quick, quick questions. Um, if you're a teacher, what would you teach? Um, art or art history. Fantastic. Early bird or night owl? Um, both the bit in the middle is a bugger. <laughs> Great answer. Um, okay, so um, favourite album, um, and obviously we're not going to hold you to any of this because it's very hard to, to answer on any particular day what your favourite album is, and what song, which we're going to add to our Spotify list, what song do you put on to fire you up if you need to do something in 20 minutes' time? So... Oh, favorite album. I've got so many favorite albums, but probably oh, no. the, so the album question. The the album I'm listening to at the moment is Outlaw by a band called Volbeat. Um and it is probably up there. It's probably up there in uh, in a, a top few albums. And in terms of a song that fires me up, there's an awesome song on that album called Lola Montez. Um so you turn Lola Montez by Volbeat up high and learn the lyrics sing along to it and i'm i'm you can't feel down yeah you're gonna feel up and pumped and ready to go it's, it's car karaoke classic fantastic well i i first thing i'm doing after after this podcast is looking up volby to lola montez i'm just gonna add one to our list right now because i've been listening to it a lot um it's uh the people by Mu the music um which uh, is just an incredibly upbeat song that always gets me going. And I think it's worthy of our playlist for those who, who haven't listened to it. It's an English band and you, you all love it. Oh, um, check it out. Uh, funniest thing that's happened to you of late? Um, I had an onion explosion. Um, <laughs> okay, need to know more. <laughs> so I, I'd, I'd, I'd had a few glasses of wine and decided that I needed to order a curry. Um, I ordered a curry, and you know when you order a curry like delivered to your house, you get what you like, you pop a doms and everything, but then they deliver the onions and tomato chopped up stuff in a in like a little bag. Um, I went to open the bag, and it literally just went everywhere. Like the bag split, it went up in the air, and we 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 got Christmas decorations. It was in the tinsel. It was like there was a table decoration. It was in that. It was all over the floor. It was all over me. Every, I mean, I found it funny. Yeah. Um, shell my other half, less so, and um, they're still we're still finding bits of onion. I was going to say that that'll be in the decks when you put them away, and next year you'll be taking out the decks, and there'll be onion in there. So absolutely fantastic. Um, if there's a household chore you want to avoid, which one would it be? Ah, oh, putting out the food bin. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, here you on that one. Putting stuff in the food bin. <laughs> yeah. So, um, favorite film. Um, I can't do a favourite film. I'll do some favourite films. So favourite films are Blade Runner, Jaws, Halloween, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and Donnie Darko. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Uh, my wife will, will love you for saying Donnie Darko. She made me watch it for the first time the other day, and it's an amazing film. Absolutely oh, that's awesome. Um, and Blade Runner, what, what, what an absolute classic. What did you think of the um, the, re- the reboot, the 2049 one? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. It was great, wasn't it? Really good. Villeneuve was fantastic. Um, yeah, really, really good. And now when I watch that, I'll be watching that tonight. Very Christmassy. And, um, and, and, and do you know what? They got the vibe of the original Blade Runner. They... That, you know, and as a sequel, they just followed it on. It made sense. There was nothing where you sat and went, "What?" Yeah, you know, you know it's it's credit credit to both films and, and the music as well. The score in that was awesome, oh, um, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, um, a couple of last questions then. Um, what should we say? Let's do uh, something you've done and but never will never do again. Um, I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to sound soapboxy but um eat meat so i've done that and i'll never do it again um that's that's that that works my, my, my dad said oysters <laughs> so um for, for probably different reasons if you'd recommend anybody for us to go talk to uh on a future episode of this podcast who, who do you think we should go have a chat with i think it's um i'm, I'm gonna pick a pick a selection actually so i think I think we hear a lot of HR people in this space. You know, we hear a lot of people that are either in the business, business, in the business of workplace or HR. And and actually, do you know what? It's operational people that are delivering this every single day. You know, the if you're talking about organizational culture, then so much of organizational culture is in the hands of first line managers, second line managers. You know, and actually what, what I'd be really interested to hear on a podcast about inspiring workplaces is what are the barriers that stops an operational person delivering the best culture that they could deliver? So I, th- I think it's probably an operational person. I think it's probably a shift manager, you know, or, a, you know, a, a grocery manager from Sainsbury's, someone like that, that, you know, is dealing with so many facets that, you know, the HR stuff is, we, it's almost like it's known. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good point. Like in, in, in our previous situation of the podcast, uh, we, we you know, spoke to people from Ocado who are down in the warehouse and um, exactly to your point, and we we're discussing those things. So we should, we should, we should have guests. Yeah. And I guess, I guess the other two groups I'm, I'm always really interested in is work, workplace specialists. So, um, there's a guy called Will Easton who um, specialises in uh, in workplace. Um, Liz Kentish as well, who specialises in facilities management. Both both have or work in areas that have such an impact on the experience people will have in work and makes such a difference to someone having a good day, a bad day, or a great day. You know, I'm fascinated to hear from them. And I think the other group I'd love to hear from is. Um, trade union officials you know i'm i'm an ex trade union guy you know i i was doing that when i was at tesco and you know the you know p- trade union gets a bad rep sometimes but there's a lot of people out there in trade unions and what they're doing is they're striving to create better cultures better terms and conditions for employees better legislation their goals ultimately are the same goals that many people in hr workplace and organizations have yeah Almost to your point earlier, trying to create those workplaces for everyone. 
not just a privileged few. Yeah. No, fantastic. No, and so we'll 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 set that as a task and get to it. And um, for for now, I just want to say thank you so much um, for being a guest, for sharing, for having some wonderful advice. Um, and um, I think we should all just try and do the right thing. I think that's a great mantra to live life by. So thank you very much, Nick. Thank you for having me. Um, it's been a joy. Awesome. Um, and thank you for listening. Uh, we're back. Uh, looking forward to some amazing guests, uh, just like Nick, throughout the rest of 2022. Uh, lots coming from us, both from a community perspective, events, content. Uh, and we want you to be as involved as, as much as possible. So um, here's to a fantastic year. And, and thanks for listening. And, and thanks for doing what you do on a daily basis. Take care. Bye-bye.